Good evening, everyone. Welcome again to another Thursday of SDGC. Uh, guys, how is everybody doing tonight? Everybody doing okay? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Is everybody doing a little... a little taste of tall lady, so I think we're doing okay. Well, I was referring more to the events of this past Wednesday. Um, uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Here I am. I'm still... I'm feeling, online, I guess. I'm feeling, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a whole lot better about certain things. Uh, we still, I think, you know, and I just want to address that real quick. You know, I obviously we've still got a lot to do, uh, from a perspective of, you know, fixing injustices in this country. Like, you know, the election of Joe Biden isn't going to fix everything that needs fixing, but it's a, you know, after four years of a wannabe dictator, a wannabe autocrat in the White House. I'm feeling a lot more positive. Um, and, but again, I just want to stress, you know, like Joe Biden isn't going to fix everything that's wrong with this country. That's up to people like us uh, to, to work for social change. Um, but uh, having said that, uh, I, I, again, I'm feeling a lot better about the situation in general. Um, and this is yeah. also not our, our game of the year show with Reb. So I'm going to change that uh while i kick it over to someone else i didn't realize i was going to be i was going to be actually running the show tonight uh um i'll 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 take a take a kick at that i had this weird like moment today where i was browsing twitter and there was something about biden and i was like oh my god trump isn't president anymore like i know that is such a weird and relieving feeling just not being exhausted like it was immediately like i i was tense and then i like took a deep breath and i was like oh all right that's a thing i forgot like we've been living in that world for so long that it was just like wow we don't have to put up with that shit anymore six like, fucking been... years six or not four years jesus it feels like six it, it, fe like six. it feels like fucking six years uh but it's um but it's but it's four uh i'm actually okay sorry I'm i'm trying to Right, I had to put. I've got. I've got to like actually log into Twitch to change it. So, and why I'm, don't you take? Why don't you carry us forward, and I will update. Okay, yeah, you go ahead and do that. Sorry. I um. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh no, no. Re I, go ahead, Britt. Are you not done? No, I was gonna say I see tall vampire lady, but then I just realized you meant the actual status of the podcast. So go ahead. Ignore <laughs> me. <what> you're <gonna laughs> do. So we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about tall vampire mm, lady tonight. We will. We will a uh, smaller podcast tonight. There's four of us, but I feel like that makes it more uh, more of an intimate setting, more of a. Uh, that's why I got the lights turned down real low. It's gonna get real. It's gonna get real cozy in here, and uh, it's gonna get cozy in here because we're gonna talk about nothing but tall vampire mom for the next hour and a half. Uh, it's just gonna be all vampire mom talk. Um, I actually just got done <laughs> uh, playing the demo, and. In that 20 minutes, like it's gonna be a pretty resident evil heavy podcast tonight. Uh, and just in that 20 minutes alone, I've got I've got a lot to say. Who else here was able to finish the uh the Resident Evil 8 demo? So I actually streamed it and I expected it to be a longer stream than it mm. was, but it was 20 minutes no, from beginning. It's to very end. short. It's very um, short. And that was that was with some downtime and and stuff. Like it's it's very short, but um yeah, so a few people joined me on stream. I wanted to stream it for people that might not have a PS5 and not be able to play it, but it was it was just walking down a couple hallways and then and then seeing tall vampire lady. But but so so there's still a lot to unpack from like just from this 20 minute demo, a lot of neat little 
a, a lot of neat little callouts and aesthetic choices uh, that harken back to some of the older games of the series, which is what I really want to talk about. Um, Brittany, did you get a chance to play the demo? I did not. You did not. And Jeff, what about you? Sorry, I'm uh, updating our Twitch info. No, I, I did not. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, the demo starts off. So the demo is called Maiden, right? <laughs> and you are not playing as Ethan Winters. By the way, can we just, can we straight something out? Like, we can all agree that Ethan Winters just fucking sucks as a character, right? Like, Ethan Winters is just boring. I mean, yeah, he's a like, silent protagonist, so... I, not I, really. I mean, no, I, no, I, no. He's got really, lines. He's got lines. Like, I kind of love, I kind of love how unfazed Ethan is by things sometimes, though. Like, like, just like, yeah, this shit's happening to me now. Mm. <laughs> To be fair, though, to be fair, though, like I, uh, I, I actually recently just got done doing a Claire Route A uh, run in Resident Evil 2. And like this is I mean, that's just a Resident Evil thing. Like I'm like I you like, you know, I'm popping a zombie in the back of the head and he falls down and then he gets right back up. And Claire, instead of screaming or like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck. She's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, <laughs> like, like Claire reacts to Claire reacts to a walking corpse the way I react when I spill milk. You know, like, or like when I'm, when I'm, or like, you know, when I mix up peanut butter in the jelly jar by accident, I'm like, oh, come on. And that's the exact same reaction that Claire and Leon have to zombies in Resident Evil 2. Like Leon seems, Leon seems, like Leon sees a zombie get back up and he's like, oh, geez. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, the fucking walking corpse coming in. Oh, darn it. Gosh, darn it. (laughs) Freaking zombies. But, um, so, so the game starts off or or the demo starts off you're not actually playing ethan winters you're playing some unnamed prisoner some maiden that's why it's called maiden and you got to escape the dungeon in the castle you're in tall vampire lady's castle um there's no combat in this demo it's like like justin said like it's a walking simulator but this is more they say the end of the demo though that this is a visual showcase um and it's gorgeous like like wow i cannot stress enough how beautiful this game is especially and justin you know what i'm talking about the lighting effects yeah in the castle uh, are whoa. the the area with like the chandelier and stuff is gorgeous like mm. and it's extremely resident evil like yes it, it is like walking into like the front room of the spencer mansion uh with this you know ornate um you know ornate like opening room with so this giant chandelier that was that so i was thinking uh, you know, I was collecting my thoughts after I got done playing the demo, and I thought to myself, this is some Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 4-ass shit right here from a from yep. an aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. Brittany. So I want to talk about that for a minute. Please. So when we were watching the... I was watching it in the Discord with everybody, and when, like, so... Blaine was like, this is just Resident Evil 4. And I was like, no, it's not Resident Evil 4. And I was like, there's similarities, but it's fine. And then <laughs> and then they showed the demo and it's mated. And it was like, you can't 
you you can't do anything you can't do combat and you can't block and i was like so you're essentially ashley this is just Resident <laughs> <Evil> 4. <laughs> I, was like, I just said that <laughs> well what's funny is that if luis sarah was there he'd say i see the president oh, equipped his daughter with ballistics he's such a good character i miss like oh, oh, oh don't worry we're gonna get to characters like like luis when we talk about the multiplayer stuff um but so so there so i gotta tell you Brittany and jeff this like the the atmosphere of the demo is fucking creepy it it is creepy as shit the sound design is extreme yeah like there's one point i'm watching you i I was playing you know i was yeah i was playing with headphones on with the like 3d audio setting and everything and then there's one point where um vampire lady whispers directly into your ear i'm watching you (laughs) and she's nowhere to be seen she just whispers it to you yeah she's nowhere to be seen but like you hear it like as if she's like right over your shoulder yeah and i was like i was like i was like no you're not 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 um but i i mean again there's no puzzles or any like like it's literally okay go find a key unlock this door go find another key unlock this door go find a an eyeball and pop at the door and, and you're done right um but having seen like having played through that very admittedly small vertical slice of the castle portion <laughs> i am <clears throat> excuse me i am so fucking excited for may 7th now like i i i could not be happier with the visual cues uh, that Resident Evil 8 is taking from from older games in the series, and particular like I I can't stress enough like like Justin said when you walk into the uh, into the foyer or foyer if you're a fucking asshole when you walk into the foyer and 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 you see that huge chandelier hanging overhead overhead and you've got the two stair or you got the stairway curving up and multiple doors and the top and bottom levels I was like this is the fucking Spencer Mansion it feels like the fucking Spencer Mansion in the foyer. And then when you're walking through all the halls and you're down to the dungeons, it feels like Resident Evil 4. Um and there's a little glimpse of the outside of the castle and you can see other parts. You know, you can't go out there and see them, but you can see other doors and uh, a statue that you can obviously interact with when you're able to make it out there. Um and and those little those little those little tidbits that are hidden just out of the player's view uh were were more than enough to to get me incredibly excited uh for for what comes next my only my only problem with this is i am really i'm rar says it's definitely foyer not foyer no it's foyer i'm sorry i'm sorry it's it's, it's a french foyer. word gonna let that slide no want, it's foyer it's john foyer. It, it's no. it's french. everybody says foyer everybody says foyer nobody says foyer no, nobody says foyer everybody says foyer nobody i tell you what no foyer. no we're gonna do this on twitter later okay we're i'm gonna run a poll on twitter later and we say, is it foyer or foyer? And I don't care. Who knows how well your polls go? The last one you did was about Final Fantasy. VI John, even if you happened. were, even if you were right, your poll would still go against you. No, it would. No, it wouldn't because because <laughs> no, 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 no. It's for. Let's ask the chat. Foyer. Is it foyer or foyer? Hey, speaking as someone who comes from a country that's official language is French. That is, it's definitely foyer. Okay, but this is America, Jack. Okay, I'm in America right now. I'm in America right now. Down here, we say foyer. We say foyer. Uh, Brittany's, Brittany's already had enough. Um, but so, so, so getting back to 
<laughs> we'll get sidetracked by anything here. Uh, getting back to the demo, um, my 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 biggest problem is that it's locked to PS5 right now, uh, and it's fucking impossible to find a PS5. Um, I mean, it's not much of any. People really aren't missing out with this demo. Yeah, but at the same platform demo, there's mm. going to be a multi-platform demo that's probably actually going to be substantive. Uh, you have Resident Evil fans that don't care. Right. They just want to experience it because they're Resident Evil fans. Yeah. I, I mean, it's basically this is this is honestly even less than like that kitchen demo for PSVR that ended up actually being canon to Resident Evil 7 before we even knew it was Resident Evil 7. It's only available on um, it's only available on one of the PSVR demo discs. It's the only way you can ask. But access but it. but you know, but what I'm saying, but Resident Evil 7 got an actual demo the night it was announced as Resident Evil 7 uh, and it got it the same day and it was available. It was I mean, you know, they didn't lock it to a single, you know, do a single platform. Right. And- like, I'm not I'm not arguing against being upset about the practice, but like part of the reason I streamed it and stuff was because one, I knew it was probably going to be short and stuff, but it, there's even less to this demo than I expected. I really don't think people should be too bummed out if they're not able to play it. One thing I will say, that I want to kick it over to, to Brittany and Jeff uh, so they can get a chance to cut in on this. Um, I, it, you know, I like the first-person aesthetic. I do. I think it worked well for Resident Evil. Um, and I, you know, I... I think it'll work just as well for Resident Evil 8, but at, in the future, I would like to see a return to the third-person over-the-shoulder view that we had uh, starting in Resident Evil 4. I don't know. What do you guys feel about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add. I'm, I don't want to be a grump. Uh, I'm not... No, be a grump, Jeff. You know, the first Resident Evil, I mentioned it on one of our shows. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, so from that perspective, I love Resident Evil. Uh, but I, I was just mentioning this earlier. Like, this comes up all the time, right? Uh, I like classic Resident Evil. I like tank controls because I'm a fucking weirdo. Oh, God. Like George Romero zombies. I want them groaning and grunting. I want them moving at like two inches a minute. So you want those zombies horny, like, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, so, I mean, you know, I lost interest. I didn't play Resident Evil 4. I gave it a chance a couple of years ago. Uh, I played two hours, just like the aesthetic, the setting. It just, it was like a weird, like tank controls. I can see why people hate them, but they make sense to me. I couldn't make sense to Resident Evil 4's controls, but then... The, the games just got really goofy and like they were always campy, but they got like, like Resident Evil 4. The, one of the first things I heard was something about the president's daughter. And it was just like, okay. So like, I, I just kind of lost the series with that when it shifted to that more action oriented. And uh, I think seven was like a really good game, but I can distinguish between it being good. And I didn't personally enjoy it that much. It just, again, it just like, wasn't really for me. I didn't dig that house that much. Uh, the first half of the game was definitely a lot stronger, but um you know, and I, but I, I agree. Where I'm going with this is, I agree with you. I, again, I, I think the first person perspective is good. Like it, it does give a different perspective. It could be more immersive. And I'm a big fan of first person. Like I love first person games. Uh, before Cyberpunk turned out to be a transphobic shit show, I was actually like fine with that being first person. But um, I don't know. To me, Resident Evil to me will always be. I, I don't care. Shit, I'm gonna take for this pre-rendered camera angles. Like I would love at least for an option. I know that game design doesn't work that way. You kind of just have to design for a certain vision, but I would love just like an alternate mode with pre-rendered camera angles. And uh, I, I do like the things you're saying about like the mansion. Cause that's what I love about the first game is that really tight single location interconnected design. Um, 
and yeah, just something about that third person, either, you know, isometric or over the shoulder. I, I want to see like my character frantically running around uh, when the zombies are coming out <laughs> in directions. So, so I, have, I have a question for you. What makes Resident Evil the gameplay or the overall story? Uh, to me, it's the gameplay. Like, I couldn't even tell you the story of the three games that I played them. Um, even the first game, which I played three times, I couldn't really tell you. Like, to me, well, it's just... I just meant, like, the characters and the setting and, and things like that. Because that's yeah. that's a big debate that was, okay. like, rampant when Resident Evil 4 came out. Is they used the excuse, Resident Evil 4 is a good game, but it's mm-hmm. not a good Resident Evil game. And that was the whole argument. It was, what makes a good Resident Evil game? Because you have the same characters, you have zombies mm-hmm. technically you just have different gameplay so that's i was yeah, just like, curious to me that's why i was like when jo- when you guys were talking about like ethan being a nothing character i'm like well again my experience is only based on basically the ps1 versions of all three games like the characters to me just exist to like kind of justify the setting and doing gamey things like it's you know back then, like none of them jill was not a deep character leon was not a deep character like the acting was horrible the dialogue was just there to like deliver exposition so uh, to me, Resident Evil was always about like the level design, right? Um, kind of like Silent Hill, like finding, figuring out the puzzles, unlocking this door that suddenly gets you access to this area, and then how you circle back and see how that fits into the larger uh, pieces of the whole game. And, and then, of course, there's like the survival horror aspect of it, like managing your items and your inventory and deciding uh, whether you can make a dash to that safe room. So to me, it was always like really gameplay. But I mean, that's the thing with games, right? Like, uh, everyone's in it for different things and i usually am in games for the story more than the gameplay just resident evil is kind of a, a little bit of a flip for that but so, so did you like the remake like the two remake i i love the two remake yeah absolutely because okay. that, that sounds like <laughs> everything you're describing yeah and it's it was like that perfect like modernized it, but it didn't get rid of the classic stuff that i loved right um and i didn't quite finish three it like nemesis just got a little bit too irritating for me but uh um, yeah, that's what that's what I love about those. And I'd love to see them, you know, I think there's a I could see online there's a thirst for both types of games. So I think it'd be really cool. Uh, they kind of did that with Revelations where it went a little bit back more. I know people don't like those games as much and I agree they're weaker, but it'd be cool if they could kind of have like uh, keep innovating and stuff with like these maybe first person games uh, and more action oriented. Uh, but then like have kind of a, a secondary series where they kind of go back on that more traditional survival horror but then again maybe people just don't want those i don't know well you know jeff you mentioned bad acting uh in the first three uh resident evil games on playstation and some some of my best some of my favorite gaming memories were from resident evil one there was this one scene in particular and i went back and i played the original playstation version last year to see how it measured as i'm how because you know i've played the i've played the remake of one a bunch but i haven't played I hadn't played, you know, Resident Evil 1 on a PlayStation uh, in, you know, over a decade, two decades, and that's depressing. And so I was playing through it, and there's this one part, and I'd forgotten about this, and I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> and it's when um, Jill and Barry find a body, and I can't remember whose body it is, but Barry kneels down, and he goes, yep, he's been pecked to death by crows, all right. And I'm like, well, hold on a minute. I'm like, how the fuck? He, how do you know that? Like, how do you know that? Like, what, Barry? Like, like, I expected Jill to be like, Barry, there's that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. And then, like, Barry looks at her and he's like, don't you talk to me about crows. Crows killed my family. Like, I'm like, I'm like, how the fuck does Barry know 
that they were pecked to death by crows. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I, 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 and then, you know, I, you know, Jill sandwich and, you know, like, Oh my God. And there were some, there were some classic fucking lines, uh, in the first resident evil game. I had totally forgotten about the master of unlocking. <laughs> they had some, like, it's, it's one of those things where it's so bad. It's good. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Hmm. Um, there's some, yeah, so I, just I go ahead. So I, I agree with the last point that Jeff made is like, I think there's room for both third person and first person Resident Evil games. Like, I've seen a couple of people like, oh, I want Resident Evil to go back to third person. And it's like, we literally just got two Resident Evil games that were, you know, full full length games with the third person camera. Yeah, they were remakes, but we did just get the remakes of two and three. Um, and I, I like, I mean, I don't dislike those, but I really, really do like the perspective um that was introduced in seven and like i still i mean obviously i love love the direction eight's going in with like werewolves and vampires yeah me too i really like, like it like obviously I, I, there's gonna be the, obviously there's not gonna be a supernatural explanation for it it'll all be viral you know yeah, it'll but, it'll all be it but whatever you can do like i love i do love just how silly resident evil can get um but like i do really want a first person game with like the classic creatures like with the old school zombies the hunters the liquors and stuff like that i don't know how well that would I, work I, though with the I don't, like, I don't know how well it would work mm. but i'm sure capcom can figure it out so so this, um, well hold on hold on but like i would oh no no just go ahead i'm sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead finish because I, I remember like people like when the when the remake of two was announced people didn't really know exactly what it was gonna end up being and I, I got a lot of people angry at me when I said, I hope it's first person because I, I really wanted to, you know, explore the police station and stuff from that kind of same perspective with the classic creatures. I mean, there's a mod on PC that you could use. I, I, you know, I don't have a gaming PC. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, um, you know, if you had I mean, also it's that I don't like mods that change things up. Then what um, are you complaining about? But, I'm not, I'm, I'm not I'm, complaining. I'm just giving I'm just you a hard time. I was I'm one of the people that was, that was rooting for that. I mean, you know I, you know I love the Resident <laughs> Evil 2 remake. Speaking, uh, speaking of... Uh, well, hold on, hold on. There, there's, because I'm going to forget it if, if I don't bring it up. There's something else about Village that we need to talk about, and that's the merchant. Um, we have a merchant again. This the, one, Duke? the Duke? The Duke. And the Duke, um, which again really drives home that, uh, that Resident Evil 4 vibe. Um, now, now I am a little disappointed. He's not like you know pulling open a trench coat and showing you his wares. You know what are you buying? Like I, I, I miss, uh, I, I miss that. But the Duke. So, so this tells me that Resident Evil Eight is going to be probably a substantially meatier, lengthier game than Seven was. Um, I don't think this is going to be one of those Resident Evils that's meant for like you know multiple playthroughs. Um, uh, you know, I think, you know, Resident Evil 4 was like a, I mean, that's like an 18, 20 hour game. Like it's, it's, a, it's the easily the longest Resident Evil game. And I suspect based on no, six is the longest. We don't talk six about does six. Not we end. don't, we don't talk about six. <laughs> we don't talk about six. Um, but like, as far as good Resident Evil games go that have one campaign, I would say four is the longest. I mean, it usually takes me about 20, 22 hours to finish that game. Um, and I have a, I have a feeling 
that Resident Evil 8 is going to be a 15 to 20 hour game. There's just there's a lot here that feels substantial from the village and the castle. Uh, the fact that there's a merchant. Um, I, I, I think that we're looking at a, a much more substantial experience than Resident Evil 7. Um, does anybody else get that feeling at all? Or am, am I the only one here? I think it's going to there's definitely going to be more than one playthroughs because if it's anything like four, you don't get certain weapons and stuff until you do certain difficulties. So I can definitely see them implementing that with the Duke. Um, but uh, I feel like so how long was seven? I feel like seven I mean, was pretty long. So I platinum seven. seven. No, I platinum seven. And you to get the platinum, you have to beat it in under as like two and a half hours. And I was able to do that. So. I think it was like eight to ten hours for me. Like that's like a normal. It, it took me like it took me about like six seven hours my first time through. But then I immediately did that like speed run play for the too. trophy yeah. and and did it in like two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, like and like wasn't even rushing all that much. No, it, it was seven seven is pretty quick if you know what you're doing. Yeah, and uh, well, I mean, I also did it with a circular saw and stuff like that. So I just kind of blazed my way through for the speed run. Um, but uh, you know, I, look, everything I've seen about eight uh uh i i just absolutely love and there's some like you know in the trailer we saw today like there were some some of those enemies had serious bloodborne vibes didn't it did anybody else oh yeah that? Like, oh yeah that giant with the hammer the big, like ogre and, thing yeah like, yeah i like i don't like they're really leaning into the whole you know transylvanian countryside uh you know gothic monster thing and you know i've I've seen a lot of complaining about it but i think it's fucking great like i love it when games i love it when franchises just completely throw a wrench into their own gears and and switch things up like this um i'm really looking forward to this uh and i'm sorry Brittany, that uh that or, or Brittany's leaving now but i'm sorry uh that uh neither of you guys get yeah like as soon as i say i'm sorry Brittany, she takes her headphones and walks off she's like fuck this i'm done uh but um yeah no i and they said and there's a there's a demo with actual combat coming they didn't say when just the spring right yeah and that that's yeah. going to be on all platforms right right um okay the, the other thing that i saw that was really really cool is they showed us the inventory and the inventory it's a case it's is that case the, is is like the case system from four yeah more I, I adore that inventory system. Basically playing Tetris with all the stuff yeah. that you have, trying to see if you can optimize the space to fit more stuff in there. Jeff is over like here like every so time you say this is like four, I get less interested. <laughs> I I just uh, like I, I like that so much more than just the you have this many. You just have a couple like a couple rows of stuff and then, you know, you have to use the item box and stuff. I like b the ability to kind of customize it a bit more. That would make um, a really. So I'm, that, I'm excited a, about that. That's a really good idea for a Resident Evil Tetris game too. Is just like have items falling down <laughs> different sizes. You got to flip them You're around. You're just waiting for to, like the shotgun. Yeah, to come it's like down. come on, come on. I need to, I need, I need a green and red herb so I can match them together. Um, kind of like Doctor Mario. Uh, but there was something else, and we'll we'll do all our shit talking of the multiplayer uh now because Brittany's gone. Um, but they they also announced um it was a re uh reverse Resident Evil reverse. Um, reverse yes what okay verse. that is some that is some kingdom hearts naming shit right there like i'm sorry but if you told me that kingdom hearts reverse was a thing like i would absolutely believe you it sounds like a kingdom hearts game um <laughs> oh britney's back just in time uh for for the multiplayer talk um we'll uh, we'll let her get her headphones on here okay brit 
we are now we literally just started talking about the multiplayer thing uh the the reverse um, oh yeah fuck yeah bud what do we what exactly do we know about this i saw a bunch of classic characters running around Brittany, why don't you go ahead i think it's gonna be like versus was in resident evil. do you do you guys remember the resident evil 5 multiplayer i did yeah i i remember much. it that's exactly yeah, why i'm I, not looking forward to this i didn't fuck with so, it much so the resident evil 5 uh, multiplayer was basically you had a time limit and you have to kill as many zombies enemies as you can and it gives you points oh that sounds terrible but you there's other players with you so you can do duos you can do singles and if you kill people they also give you points so i think that is what is this is going to be i think it's going to be a that's why there's enemies i don't i don't know if you play as enemies that was different um i got the sense that that you kill well i read or or, um I, I, you know, as far as the, as far as this reverse goes, I got the sense that this is going to be like scenarios from multiple games with multiple characters you can play as. I think it's just um, going to be levels. I don't think it's going to be that in depth. Well, I don't know. Like, like I mean, I saw Leon and Ashley running around, and Luis was there. Um, it they? looked like you could, you just chose. Yeah, it looked like you just chose your character, and then it looked like you could also like turn into Nemesis or something. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a shoot 'em, shoot 'em, and rack 'em up game. Yeah. So somebody in chat said it seems to just be a deathmatch game on different maps. Does that sound about right? Also, that, was yeah. it just me, or did the footage look cell shaded? It no, it just looked like bad. Like no, it looked cell shaded. It looked like Some it was like a Borderlands. Did, yeah. Like yeah. Like it 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 was not impressive visually. I mean, then again, though, I we're you know there's a beta coming forward, so that was probably beta footage. But but the thing is also releasing what like mid February, um, is is that when this thing is no, dropping? It's May. Is it May? It's, What's it's coming May. out in Feb? That's the the beta. Uh, oh, the beta is coming out in February. Okay, right, right. Um, so, it, it, it's this is launching alongside eight. It's it's gotcha. like um Resistance was with three. Okay, so 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 yeah. Sam said uh, that the official press release said it's four to six player deathmatch battles. Um, okay, like I. Honestly, I would love a return to like raid mode, um, which was like, uh, if, for example, in Revelations 2, one of my favorite aspects of that game. Um, r- raid mode is awesome. <laughs> Something like Mercenaries. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm just completely ambivalent to Resident Evil multiplayer. I did not play much of... Um, what was the one, Brittany, that came out alongside Resident Evil 3? Resistance? Resistance. Resistance. Did you play Resistance. that at all? Yeah, I, pl- I played a lot of it. That was more, that wasn't a deathmatch thing, right? That was more of a... Uh, no, you had a mastermind. I don't, I don't remember what the actual term is, but you basically, you played as a villain and you had these like cards, I guess, options at the bottom. And you could either drop a group of zombies, drop a plant zombie, like you could drop different things based on the character you were. Like you could play as Annette and she um drops William Birkin and just regular zombies. And then there's another girl, I don't remember who she is. She's a Wesker, isn't she? Oh, Alex Wesker? I don't know. Is it Alex? I don't remember, but basically she does plant stuff and then um 
you, you play as another guy, just just random villains and they can do different things. And then if you're on the survivor team, you basically have to get keys to enter the next area and survive. So and there's like zombies and like shit coming at you. So it's fun if you have a group of friends that you're playing with. Um, but the downside is, is that it took forever to load in. And sometimes the masterminds were so fucking overpowered that you would just get decimated in minutes. Like, I remember it playing very even... slowly, too. Like, I, uh, the, the, the few matches I played were, were kind of like, as far as like character movement goes, were extremely plotting. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't move fast. Everything felt like it was kind of, kind of, you know, I'm like wading knee deep in a pool full of peanut butter. Like, it, it was, it was <laughs> that really like a good time. It, it actually kind of does. Uh, but I remember everything playing very slow. Like, like, look, like, you know, if you're excited for it, good on you. Um, I, I, I wasn't particularly, you know, particularly can't talk tonight, uh, all that blown away by it. But then again, we only, I mean, we didn't see much of it. Who knows? Maybe it'll be awesome. Um, yeah. You know, I, that, that's the thing is like, I don't, I know that Resident Evil multiplayers aren't great and they're not for everybody. I just personally love the shit out of them. I think they're fun and campy and you know i get to play as these characters and not a serious setting with my friends so i think it's just like one of dc douglas favorite things that he loves to quote is in the resident evil 5 uh multiplayer he said the weirdest fucking voice line he ever had to do was was say i require an egg <laughs> because you could have, you remember you have eggs in resident evil 5 yeah yeah, you could you could have a gold egg like the chickens and people would lay eggs and it heals you. Wait, and people you would ask... lay eggs? Yeah, like like people wouldn't lay eggs, but if you killed them, they would. Oh, have eggs I, I like I had this I I had this picture of like somebody squatting no, down and just like shitting eggs in Resident <laughs> Evil. And if they were, <laughs> that's like the well, least of your uh, worries in that universe. Uh, you know, I mean. It, <laughs> <laughs> anyway so he was like that's the weirdest fucking thing i ever had to voice was requiring an egg in wesker's voice oh he could, yeah because yeah because wesker's got that that british voice he's got that he's got that kind of yeah no he's got yeah, a british voice wesker wesker's definitely sounds british um so so yeah like i i mean I, you know whatever like i i you know if people are excited for it great it's you know i don't I don't play Resident Evil for multiplayer, um, but uh, a four to six player deathmatch sounds right up some people's alleys. So, you know, good on you. Um, what we didn't see, uh, of course, was a lot of people were hoping to see Resident Evil 4. I was hoping for it. I'm not surprised it wasn't there. Um, I was hoping maybe we'd get a little glimpse of it. I mean, we know that Resident Evil 4 remake exists due to that big, you know, Capcom leak. Um, and, you know, I tend to believe everything in that leak is true because all of it's happened so far. Um, so, so I was a little, I was a little disappointed that we don't see that. I think we'll probably, I don't think we'll see that. Um, I can't remember who it was in, in the DM. Maybe it was Justin that said they just want eyes on Resident Evil 8 right now. And I agree with that. Um, maybe we'll yeah, see. I, th I think eight is the big eight Capcom's big game for this year. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. and I think also now while things are kind of quiet, um, news wise <laughs> and release wise, um, they wanted to get as many eyes eight could. Today. I'm I'm sure we'll see it closer to the end of the year because I don't. I mean, obviously, we're not going to see RE4 remake until next year. Um, and I, I and leaked it was uh, was it 2022 Q4 2022, and you that was like 
you know, you can assume with the pandemic, it's 2023 now. Yeah, I mean, that that, that game is a long time away. That That's a long time away. Um, there was a lot of speculation going on about uh, a, a, a remaster of the first three in the trilogy also. Um, I thought it might be there. I mean, they were Here's tweeting the- out... Well, well, hold on. They were. I they- just, I just, I just have questions about okay. that because I don't know what people thought those remasters were gonna even be. So, because you can buy all those games on every current platform right now. I mean, you can't. And buy also, them on... two of them just got remade. Right, but I mean, so but, like, but, but I mean, like, what Jeff... would these remasters have even been? Well, so I mean, I mean, well, I mean, look at Jeff. Like, I mean, there are some people who just love that that ability to. Or, you know, the aesthetic, the gameplay style of the first three the, games. Um, the point I was making, though, is like, I love those games, but in a world where there's a modernized version of all three of them, <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what you would do with those games because you can't, like, the PS1 assets are so bad that, like, a remaster doesn't, you can't really improve it at all. So I don't know. Like, it just, I don't know who the audience is for that, but those aren't, I think, uh, maybe unless i'm wrong justin those aren't available anywhere yeah they're yeah i don't think they are i don't think they they released them all like last year no no Um, only as a ps1 classic which obviously you can't even play on ps4 ps5 yeah you can play it on the vita yeah or the (laughs) ps3 i guess yeah they're not really available anywhere to my knowledge yeah i didn't yeah yeah i didn't think they were either um i know that you know obviously they remade the first one but yeah, no, um, I'm looking at it right now. Re- re- the Resident Evil GameCube remake is available on PSN for PS4 for $5. Resident Evil Zero for PS4, $5. Yeah, but that's Veronica. The, but two and three? Two, yeah, no, we're talking about one, uh, two, and three. Like like the original three for PlayStation. I, well, one, one, is, one is there. Well, yeah, okay, but, but okay, two and three aren't there, is what I'm saying. All right, they, like, they still Okay, two and three. Because I would have bought those if I knew. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, I, 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 honestly, um, I was kind of hoping also to see something about maybe like a Code Veronica remake. Um, that's a game that just simply does not get enough love. Code Veronica, if you haven't played it, uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica is fucking fantastic. Um, and uh, Alexandra Ashford is one of the strongest villains in the entire franchise. Um, I mean, not even... Code not, Veronica does need a fucking remaster. It, that is one... It's a good fucking one game. neglected game. It's a good fucking game, and I tr- I played the uh, I played the PS2 version on PS4, um, and it doesn't hold up well in its current form. <laughs> so like it's it's still great, but but it's hard. It it's is a very- hard Resident Evil. Yeah. like it, it it's it's not a game that you can go back and play just because the difficulty is not not nice. It 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 is a very very difficult game, and some of that is due to just you know the the archaic nature of the because that is a very tank controlling game uh and and i am i that's a jeff game that's a jeff game right there if jeff hasn't played code veronica like jeff that's you're you'd be right at home um have you not played code Code veronica you haven't i didn't have a dreamcast oh No. no dude it was on ps2 yeah, but I think and I literally I mean, just saw that it's it's on PS4. It's on PS4 I just, right now. It's five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same reason I didn't play Resident Evil Four because they were uh, GameCube and Dreamcast. And by the time they came to PS2, I'd sold my PS2 for college tuition. So, and then it was like you know, at that point, is years later. I can't okay. believe you would prioritize uh, education over gaming. That is really disgusting. Just I will look into this, although I still can't find the other games Justin's talking. I still don't see one, two, and three on PSN, so I don't know. Uh, but I, one I one is, 
I guess I was mistaken about two and three, but one Code Veronica and zero, absolutely. Well, so, I know zero's there because it came out with the one remake, but like the director's cut of one, that's on there? So so two, one, two, and not, three. No, not the director's cut of one. It's the GameCube. The only one. way okay. to play one, two, and three on a play, on a on a PlayStation system right now outside of the PS1 or any system outside of the PS1 okay, okay. is either a PS3 or a PS Vita as part of the uh, the right. PlayStation Classics. I'm going to buy Code Veronica for sure, though. Yeah, no, dude, Code Veronica, like, if you like tank controls, Code Veronica is straight up your shit. Um, and, uh, yeah. If you like bullshit in a video game, there oh my, you go. If you love bullshit in a video game, like... Okay, but, like, is it a good game, though? Because, like, I don't like these games because of tank controls. Yeah, it's no, it's, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Okay. No, right. yeah, no, it's, it is, it is, like, a fan favorite Resident Evil. People have been screaming for a remake of veronica for for years um in fact after three was revealed like more than anything more than four i heard people saying remake code veronica it needs a remake more than four does um code veronica is also one that yeah needs a remake i think more than the others it, well, exactly right because it like you know resident evil 4 yeah it's aged but it's still very playable and and just is still a fucking fantastic game Code Veronica, like I said, I play, I replayed it or I tried replaying it recently uh, on PS4 last year, and man, I like as many fond memories as I have of Code Veronica. I did not have a good time because I was like this shit. I was like, oh, these tank controls, and like it, like that game needs a glow up. That game needs a remake. Um, and uh, but Jeff, I Jeff, after you play it, I would love to hear your thoughts on it uh because i guess (laughs) like like dude if you can move like if like i i had i had a hard time moving past the tank controls but if you're comfortable with them you're gonna have a good time um it's a it's a it's a fantastic game it's also got some of the best uh like i know you don't play resident evil games for the story but as far as resident evil lore goes it's really good um it has a it has a really cool story and a really cool ending as well um what else did we learn at the uh, Resident Evil uh, showcase today? Um, tall lady. Oh yeah, we got a t- yeah tall. So her name is um, uh, uh, Dimitriescu, Lady Dimitriescu, uh, which is a Romanian name. Dimitriescu is a Romanian name, uh, which you know kind of brings out the whole you know just just more you know vampire-y stuff. Uh, but she's about seven foot two. According to what I have seen on 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 the Twitterverse, uh, she uh, everybody wants her to step on them. Everybody wants her to step on them. Um, I have not seen a single person. In fact, Gene Park from the Washington Post he said he said vampire lady. He said tall vampire lady is not going to chase me. He said I'm going to be chasing her the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, Gene, no, don't do that, Gene. But. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, like everybody's going, everybody's going ape shit over her. Just wait until she assumes her final form, and and everybody's gonna be, everybody's gonna, everybody's gonna be singing a much different tune when she's like a an eight armed. She's got a swarm of bees around her vagina. Yeah, when like slugs are coming out of her boobies, and you know she's got you know snakes coming out of her mouth. Like you know, you know she's gonna turn into some, into some fucked up monstrosity, and all of a sudden you're gonna really regret uh, lusting after tall vampire mom um but uh good old slug boobies slug boobies <laughs> but honestly honestly though like i like i have never it's been a while since i have seen gaming twitter just kind of like rally around 
collectively a, like something. Yeah, like I mean, everybody is just completely head over heels for Tall Vampire Mom. Uh, and uh, and and I'm not gonna lie, like you know, when she busts, you know, she busts in on you at the end of the demo, and I was like, statuesque, you know, like like she, like she's very imposing. And I, I did want her to step on me a little bit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I was she, like... She's she's a good villain. I think she'll be a good villain and a good change of pace. But I'm also curious about who she was talking to, if that's going to be the real villain. And she's talking about... So, is this connected to Resident Evil 7? Or is this just, like, another, like... Yeah, uh, it's a direct sequel. It's a you're, direct okay. You're playing as yeah. Ethan. You're playing well, as know, Ethan I mean, and like tracking Chris, Chris having game and it's not, attacked you know, it Mia. Well, so, Chris was also in seven. He was in seven. Chris was in seven. Yeah, um, I know, but that's that's not what I'm saying. So I I do think that there is going to be a uh, a a heavy storyline connection to seven. Um, I also don't think that Tall Vampire Lady is the main villain. I don't. Um, I I think whoever she was talking to is the main villain. I think Tall Vampire Lady is going to be like that. Mr. X or Jack Baker or Nemesis type character. So that's that, what I was confused about is she was on the phone and she was talking to that madam person and she was talking about her brother didn't take, take care of Ethan. And I'm like, is she talking about Jack? Like, no, what is that phone conversation? No, about? I think her brother is that Van Helsing looking dude. I don't know who the fuck, I don't know what the fuck his name is, but I suspect that he is a bad oh, guy. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> and I think that's probably her brother. Um, I, I, you know, I I suspect due to her size and the fact that she is very, I I think she is going to be the one that like kind of hunts you through the castle, uh, and, and like, you know, busts in on you at, 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 in, uh, inopportune moments. Um, you know, and there's also, there's another enemy type in the demo actually that's, uh, cause you notice in, in that phone call, she made reference to her daughters. She was like, my daughters weren't able to weren't able to stop Ethan. Um, and I think there's a, there's another vampire lady, a younger one who's shorter, uh, who actually bites you in the demo. Um, she turns into a swarm of bees or bugs, and then she materializes in front of you and she bites you in the neck and you got to, you know, run away from her. I am willing to bet that's one of her daughters. Um, that's what bothers me about this is Ethan is such just a character who's there like his whole point of being in resident evil 7 was to get mia right and now it's like apparently mia had a baby and this baby's important and i'm like i really hope they give us a little bit of backstory with that and like why mia's blood is so important and why her lineage is so important um because Right now, I think that's their biggest flaw or letdown is that I don't really care. Like, I don't know why I'm supposed to care. Like, they're really just not well. Ethan is enough. No, I get it. Like, Ethan is an interesting choice because in Seven, like, he was just, I mean, he had some lines here and there, but mostly he was just a, a vehicle for, for the player to move through right. the world, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, um, he's, he's, they need to, like, if they're going to, make the story revolve around him and his family like they need to give us some more i i I agree i i do think i think that mia's baby is probably special because mia was infected by that mold um and you know i i I get the sense maybe maybe that's why her baby is special i don't know 
what Ethan is doing in this Romanian village. I don't know why. Well, I don't well, know. Down Chris know for, ki- for killing Mia. Right. That, but that's, but, that's but, what it is. I mean, that's obviously a red herring though. Like, Cause I refuse to believe. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, Mia also died four times in the last right. game. Right. Well, so also, like, I am trying I, to make us think yeah. evil. Chris, evil Chris killed her. Is, I, I am sure. Is, that's, I'm very skeptical. I am sure that's not actually Mia. I'm I'm sure it's some some creature or thing that looks like Mia. Um, but uh, because I mean, I like if you actually made Chris a villain, like I can't imagine that. Uh, I can't imagine the the vitriol from uh, from the fan base. Like, holy shit, you made Chris a villain. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, that's just not going to happen. So that 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 is clearly some kind of a red herring. Um, I just want a, like a clear story with Ethan's shit and Chris shit and how it all ties together and like what exactly is happening. Like I get it; it's it's a spooky, mysterious game, and that's fine. But I still think you can have a good story. I think this that. is where Chris and... dies. I think they're going to kill off Chris. Like like you know. It's not like they're afraid to kill off me. Like they killed off Wesker in Resident Evil Five. Like they just they just killed him off. Um, that was the end of Wesker. And I I think listen, I still haven't got over that. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't bring it up. But well, what? I, so so <laughs> I I still think Wesker's coming back eventually. I don't. I don't. It's, I think it's taken longer than I expected. No. But that's because I he's. Still, not... I still don't think he's going. Dude, he anywhere. got dunked in lava and he got beheaded by a rocket launcher. Like he's he's not coming John, back. Have you seen the stuff that people have survived in this series? Dude, he got <laughs> immersed in lava. He is not coming back. If he was coming back, he'd have done it by now. But I do think that I think this is Chris's end. I think I think his story is going to wrap up. I think it needs to wrap up for the series to move forward. Um, and you know, yeah, I think this is probably it for Chris. This is probably the last. If I've learned anything from Tomb Raider, I think you're wrong. I think they're just gonna keep on rolling with the characters they got. I, I'm looking at the chat right now. Don't worry, his blood and consciousness will inhabit the lava and infect it. <laughs> it's gonna just turn into a fucking lava zombie. But no, no, I don't. I don't think Wesker's coming back. Um, I, I do. I, I want to know more about that blue umbrella organization that we learned about in Resident Evil Seven. Uh, we didn't really get a whole lot on that. Um, I saw a couple people asking if the people in the castle themselves were in any way connected to the Baker family. I don't think that's the case. I think the Baker. I don't think. I don't think there's any connection to the Baker family at all. It wouldn't make any sense for there to be. Um, it would. It would make zero sense for there to be a connection between a bunch of Romanian, uh, whatever they are. Uh, and... I agree. That's why I was. John, are you yeah. arguing about logic in the Resident Evil series? It, 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 look, like, like I, I understand where you're coming from, but that that's that that one is a stretch to me. Um, aside from that, um. I'm really interested to see what the explanation is behind, because this is something interesting that I noticed in the demo. Justin, did you read all the notes in the demo that you came across? Yeah, I did. So did you find that one note that was written in 1958 talking about how afraid the, the maid writing it was of the women in the house? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering just how long these these women in the mansion have 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 been in this condition um because obviously this game is not set in 1958 um yeah and i'm wondering if this is like not a virus situation but like almost like a las plagas situation 
from Resident Evil Four. I mean, I th- I think it I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be similar to that. Um, I mean, my theory is that it's actually connected some uh, to the like Resident Evil Six had a whole plot line about a war in Eastern Europe with like oh God with you know. <laughs> giant monsters and stuff that was oh, never so explained God, that fuck i think this is probably going to be linked with that somehow i fuck i fuck i the the fewer connections to resident evil 6 the better i we don't speak of that fucking monstrosity here um i can't really i can't really think of anything else resident evil related uh as far as eight goes that i have is there is there anything else that that, that you guys wanted to mention about eight or, or any thoughts or anything excited. or a, a, like like anything that you want to see anything that you don't know that you hope to see in the final release i want i want more boss fights i like that that was one of my problems with resident evil 7 i thought i thought the boss fights aside from the chainsaw fight with jack were kind of underwhelming no um, bugs i don't want to deal with fucking <clears throat> bugs i don't want swarms i don't want any more old women with spider nest vaginas no more i don't i don't want any more of that that's sexist that was no no it, I, I just no <laughs> no that uh that that was that was almost more than 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 i can handle no that uh what, what's her name marguerite baker fucking scares the shit out of me i i do not she like didn't her. she was annoying like she ooh, like let me fucking spray you with some off and then you'll die like <laughs> Jack Baker was where it was at. Jack was Baker scary. was fucking scary. Jack Baker was fucking scary. Did he bust through the wall and almost make you have a heart attack oh. in that hallway? Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a way to not... Absolutely. There's a way to not make him bust through the wall. All you gotta do is just sneak oh, by. Oh, I'm sure there was, but either way. Mm. No, it happened to me the first time, and I think I, I think I shat my pants a little bit. Y'all ever play that game in VR? I did, and it was a little too much. Like, I, I stopped. I was like, yeah. oh, this is too much. Like, this... Fuck I got shit. to where Mia stabs you, and I was very yeah. drunk, and I was like, mm, "Nope, not doing this anymore." It feels, <laughs> it looks like you're being stabbed in the face, and mm-hmm. I, I, no, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. and no. plus, I didn't like the way it moved. Right, like I understand why it did, but everything was very when you moved left and right, everything was very yeah, framey. Like, it like cuts off. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 not the way I would play the whole game. Um, although I do see the appeal behind it. Um, if 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 there's anything I want from Resident Evil Eight, it's just to you know there's a lot of potential here, and I just wanted to nail the landing because I do understand uh, the concern that some people have about things like vampires and werewolves, like like witches, like it's very un Resident Evil, you know, like it's 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 a really interesting new direction for the franchise, and it could either go great or I mean it could fall on its face um so i i I really want them to 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 stick the landing on this one because if they can then that means that there are other directions you can take resident evil as well um and i don't want this to just be like you know a zombie franchise we're entering into uncharted territory here like even the molded in resident evil 7 were more or less classic resident evil monsters right they were goopy and you know, and mindless, and they were just chasing you around. Like, I want this to do what four did with the Ganados. You know, the Ganados were smart. They would try to duck under your bullets. They had, you know, melee weapons. They would try to circle around you. Um, they would talk. Like, and that's what I'm really hoping to see from the enemies in Resident Evil 8. Like, some 
some like you know not just and like not just shuffling zombies not just shambling molded creatures but like creatures that try to avoid you creatures that try to get around you uh move out of the way like that's i i want something that's really really going to scare me and the ganados in four were just fucking nerve-wracking to no, fight the scariest enemies in four were the dudes <clears throat> who you had to shoot the bells to get no the regenerators the regenerators. the regenerator the, well, the regenerators so yeah no so there were two enemies that scared the shit out of me in four one was the regenerators that fucking breathing they made that that mm-mm. and the verdugo uh in uh in the sewers yes salazar's right hand man that chases that like he like he's hiding in the ceiling and all of a sudden he'll come through and you know it's like that black bug ninja creature uh britney oh yeah yeah no yeah and that scene where he's first coming after you and you see it from his point of view and he's like rushing down the he's like rushing down the sewer hallway and I was like, what? And it just cuts right back to you with no exposition. I was like, what the fuck the, was that? The thing that sucks about the regenerators is you can absolutely miss like the scope to shoot their parts off. You absolutely that's can. Not, that, that's not something you get. So if you miss that, you're fucked. Yep. Yep. And and there was just something terrifying about the way they would just slowly shuffle toward you doing that. that <gasps> like that 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 breathing they did oh just thinking about it gives me the fucking shivers oh i hate it it all right justin let's talk about what you've been playing yeah so i think uh i I think we have probably hit the wall in resident evil um unless anybody else wants to say anything about it i which i don't get that sense um so you know what fuck it let's talk about what we've been playing now now that we talked about uh a whole bunch of good resident evil shit justin what have you been playing other than the demo obviously we know you've been playing that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I played I played it all for <laughs> the 15, 20 minutes it lasted. Uh so I have been playing um so I've been really excited to talk about this game. I have been playing uh 13 Sentinels Good just ran. That game is fucking great. And holy crap, this game is good. It's it's mechs versus um, kaijus. I knew you were gonna love it. So so I'm just going to actually start with my one big complaint with the game first, just to get it out of the way, because there is a lot of vanillaware perviness. Um, it's a vanillaware game that yeah. takes place in a high school, influenced by anime, published by Atlas. Um, I think you all probably know the drill when it's, it comes to stuff like so, that. And it's so really, I, I will say it's, it's not anywhere near as egregious as like Dragon's Crown, but no, no, it's not as egregious as their other games, but, but it's still there. This also all involves high schoolers too. Yeah. So, so, um, like I, I was actually streaming like my first couple hours playing, and I remember, like, so of course when they go to pilot the mechs, um, they're all old. Uh, they, they all they become naked. Yeah, for naked some reason when they're yeah, and it's just like I, I did, I was actually streaming it, and I didn't have, I didn't have a camera, but I wish the, my reaction when where did my clothes where did go? my clothes go uh, came up on screen like, oh. And, and I will that said it's it's not it's not terrible I'll, most not. of the portraits are really just I, there's it's it's a couple characters that you know and the men are naked for. too like they're um, not and just... then there's also the the school nurse who oh god yeah <laughs> does not seem like she can stand up properly yeah um, yeah i would forgotten about this but nurse. um so it's and like it's extra frustrating because i think a lot of the women characters in this game are really 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 great um and so, like, that stuff's frustrating. Honestly, if you're, like, a big anime fan or something, 
it probably won't be an issue for it. I just wanted to mention that first so I can talk about all the awesome, awesome things this game does. Um, the story is one of the most wild things yeah. I have ever encountered. Um, I have not seen something be this ballsy with how it presents its story in I don't know how long. Everything is told completely non-linear. You're going to be lost for and, most of the game. And the player has a choice of like what order to do everything in. So it's not even just a non-linear story. It's a non-linear story where the developers aren't even like deciding what order you see it in. Like it's going to be different for every single player. Like there's, you know, unlock conditions at certain points, but um you'll go all over the place like in the timeline. You'll find, you know, ma out major things about characters you weren't expecting to when playing as one character because there are 13 main characters that uh you play as um Oh, and how the game works is it's it's basically a visual novel, but it also has like some strategy RPG segments where you're in the mechs battling Kaiju. I love um, those parts. And, and those parts, those parts are are fun, and they're like a nice break from the typical like visual novel stuff. Um, they're also not particularly difficult, and they have difficulty mode. So if you want to just play it for the story, um, you can easily do that. Um, and not and not have to worry about you know difficulty with those. But um, it's just I don't want to say too much about the actual story because. It is wild. I'm not even halfway through. This game's long, too. I'm at, like, about 20 hours in, and I'm not even at 50% completion. Um, it's just, it's super complex. Like, really deep, interesting, well-presented sci-fi. I'm playing it with the English dub, and the voice acting is outstanding. Um, uh, and... The shocking thing is, is like, I don't feel super lost even with the way that the story is told because they give you enough information so you can kind of, you know, intuit where you are in the story with each character, um, how it relates to other things. And it, it almost kind of reminds me of her story where, you know, sometimes you'll get a huge revelation about another character or like this massive plot twist that you weren't expecting. Um, and then you have to figure out how how it gets to that point. Um, so you kind of feel like you're working with the mystery. Um, and, like, different characters have, like, almost entirely different tones and presentations to, like, their stories. Like, if you're playing as Yuki, she's, like, her section's kind of, like, hard-boiled detective stuff. She's one of my favorite um, characters in the entire game. She's, oh, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, playing as, like, Natsuno, it's kind of, like, you know, more kind of, like, an 80s, um, like, eight. 80s heartwarming teen story and like you'll go back and forth between like these lighthearted things and some really dark stuff and like really clever sci-fi it's just this game is spectacular so as, and, like, as somebody who's finished it justin you're not prepared for how this game ends it's all good to tell you <laughs> like you're i i like i have been just yelling what multiple times per sitting yeah at like some of the twists they throw they throw at me like I have not been this into like this kind of story in a really long time. And it's super, super fun. And I'm having an absolute blast. Um, if you think this game will be up, would it be up your alley? Check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's great. Because it's, it's phenomenal.
as as far as uh as far as i go um i've been jumping between games right now i'm a little more than halfway through a, a dragon quest 11 s replay on switch um <clears throat> i'm uh replaying Mega Man 11 because it's just one of the best Mega Man games. Um, I am also uh, playing a lot of Game Boy Advance right now um, since I got my brand new uh, GBA modified with an IPS V2 screen, which is like six times the resolution of an AGS 101 um, and is bigger and it's, you know, it's a lot brighter. I've been playing Final Fantasy IV uh, with the sound restored um, on a modded GBA cart. Uh, just been, I'm just a ton of Game Boy Advance games. Um, and uh yeah i saw basically i'm replaying stuff uh because i don't have much of a backlog right now and there's a lot coming out in february that i'm going to be picking up like february is a big fucking month uh you've got uh persona 5 strikers which i'm super fucking excited about uh bravely default 2 comes out next month uh uh super mario 3d world deluxe comes out next month um and it's got that you know that awesome looking uh bowser's free like i want to fight kaiju Bow- or a, or a kaiju bowser i can't they could they should have called him they should have called him uh kowser because he's kaiju bowser i don't know that's just me but but i there's a lot kind of there's something else coming out oh yeah i, fucking, I thought i thought you were gonna talk about like a cow bowser a, a cow or something bowser. and i had no idea what you were talking about um uh cyber shadow comes out next week which is yacht club's uh new side scrolling game which fucking fantastic um there there's just there's a lot of shit coming out uh in february and march and you know i just so yeah it's a it's a good fucking time to play games right now uh monster hunter rise comes out in march there are so many fucking games coming out that uh that i intend to play uh so i'm just going through and replaying games that i love um because uh yeah like you know i just got done playing uh replaying resident evil 2 uh claire um i'm gonna get through uh leon's b route uh on hardcore which is like you know if you've if you played any of the b-sides on hardcore in re2 like you're in for a fucking time um and yeah just just enjoying it just soaking it up uh Britt, what about you i have been playing um not a whole lot i finished up spider-man such a on the game. playstation 4, 5 um and i did i platinumed that game and all the dlc so i'm a little burnt out on spider-man at the moment um and i don't really know what to play next so maybe you guys can help me with that but i in the meantime i've just i started playing wow of all things um Hmm. and that's been kind of a fun just hop on don't have to think about and get into games i haven't played it in a long time 14 is my mmo of choice so this has been um a step back in some ways but it's been fun so what do you have available like console wise what do you what do you got going on um actually i just got persona 5 for christmas so i'm probably going to start that next. oh you should absolutely start playing that but i'm nervous about it because i know how huge the game is and it overwhelms me it's about 120 yeah, I played, like, hours i i bought the game a long time ago and i played like five hours and i just like kind of like check i'm like how long is this game and i saw like 90 hours i'm like all right um I'm, I'm, but i got like with the the ps plus collection or whatever ps5 so i have the the base game like i own it now i I, like, I got royale i don't know what the difference what's the difference yeah. between the two there's a new royal, royal adds a lot right yeah. 
Royal, oh, so it's Royal. It's, oh, it's longer. Yeah. 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 But it also so longer. <laughs> I I bought the original game right when it came out, and I kept putting it off because it was so long. And then Royal came out, and there's no way to just like upgrade it to Royal. You have to rebuy it. And I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna rebuy this, yeah. this game just to just to play Royal. So I have not played Persona so Five yet. I tried playing Persona Three, and I fucking hated it. <sighs> like I got a few hours in. So I've never like that's been my basis for Persona. I'm like, I hate it. It's boring. The tutorial takes forever. So I'm like, I want to give another shot because everybody loves Persona 5. I have a suggestion for you, actually, Britt. So, I have a suggestion what? for you. If you haven't played it, you should try cross code. How I don't get the connection. What do you mean? She's asking for she's asking she's asking for suggestions. Okay, I, I, we were just talking about Persona, and I thought it was like no, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm rec- no, no, no. I'm racking my brain trying to think. Glass up, he's like, I don't fucking. Do yeah, I, I'm I'm racking my brain thinking if of. If you didn't like Persona Three, I think you'd like Crossbow. No, I just I'm, I'm like... just coming up with games that I think Britney would that, enjoy. Jeff, I was okay. I was right there with you, so okay. I had no. Okay, idea well, anyway, going. I'm gonna get my thought out. Um, no, I think yeah. I think I, I think you would like no, Britney. I think you would love Crosscode. It's a it's a really beautiful 2D top down game that's extremely puzzle heavy in its dungeons uh if you like chrono trigger style art um with but like in a zelda aesthetic if that sounds good uh and what's, i need to play breath of the wild too yeah you you, mm. you haven't played breath of the wild play breath of the wild Mm-mm. yeah no you okay. should actually play breath of the what i started and then every time i start it i'm like i just i can't get into it what yeah that doesn't change Okay, Justin's wrong for one thing. And Justin? Justin is wrong. Justin has I can't do, it. I can't do the Justin Justin has really bad opinions when it comes to Zelda games. Listen, out. Finn's like, not here, so that's Finn, we got that going. So for us, so least. no, but I think Finn is here. I think Finn has somehow channeled himself through Justin <laughs> and is exuding <laughs> I honestly I think I actually I actually think I like that game less than Finn does. He's just more vocal about it. <laughs> Uh oh, Jeff. Jeff, no. Jeff is pulling the plug on the episode. Jeff. Jeff will not. Yep. He will not Sorry, countenance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna anyway, so D-dot. I was just saying that's something. So I've been. I finished Spider Man. I com- I completed it. The only thing I have left to get is replaying the base game, and I don't want to do that right now. But so I platinumed all the DLCs and the main game. And did you play Miles Morales? To- no, I haven't done that. I got burnt out on Spider-Man, oh, man. Yeah. I got burnt out. Like, I did the I same thing. So I platinumed it. it, and I went to do the DLC, and I did the first mission of the Felicia Hardy stuff. I was like, no, nah, I'm done. You know what's, you know what's funny is... Okay, that's like the only DLC you need to play. It's the best one. It just gets dumb after that. The, the, I did the exact same shit. I was like, I'm going to play Spider-Man before I play Miles Morales because of the timeline and the way that... And so okay. I played through Spider-Man, and, I was, and then I played through all the DLC, and I was like... I can't play Miles Morales right now. I have just played too much fucking Spider-Man. I can't swing anymore. Yeah, I've stopped swinging. If, yeah, I just Miles can't is do it. Miles is and very I'm excited good. Excited for it. Yeah. Don't get uh-huh. me wrong. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna just, play I'm it. Not in the mood. Ah, yeah. No, I'm gonna play it. I just can't. Like Jeff said, I, there's too much swinging. Uh, I can't. I, I'm. Yeah, so I can't swing I've right been, now. I just been playing WoW. I've been doing this. I just yeah, just been playing WoW. And Jeff, what about you? What are you playing right now? Uh, I unfortunately haven't been able to play anything. Oh, so I don't. Yeah, I know, I know. I uh, don't have much to add. Then just watch. It's just been one of those times. Like, 
Well, yeah, I mean, no, I get it. Yeah, Jeff's been busy though. Jeff, Jeff's been a busy. Jeff's no, been a busy my, boy. Uh, uh, unfortunately, my body just doesn't let me play games sometimes, and I'm having a a bad spell lately. So you're talking about your hands. What it is? Watching the. Uh, it's more than that, but I don't want to get into it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Been watching yeah, I mean, like of, I, that's why I haven't started anything other than WoW is because I just don't have the mm-hmm. the drive to like hop into a new game. You know, like that's it's just that it's just been hard. That's kind of. That's kind of why 13 Sentinels has been good for me right now, because like it's a visual novel. So like I occasionally have to press a button or something, but mostly I can just lay on my couch and pet my cat and then watch it like it's a TV show almost. Yeah, a, a, a 60 hour television show. That's just a Zeno song. What it's are you a, talking it's, about? It's a, it, yeah, <laughs> like don't. I, I oh man, don't get me started on those. I like I like the Xenosaga games, but I also do think they're pretty overrated. I I don't think they're the end all be all of JRPGs. Oh, wrap it up. That's it. No, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, the mm-hmm. combat is not great. Um, I and agree with that. It's just not, you know, like I not not to get on a the tangent, but <clears throat> it, what's that? The characters are wonderful. The characters you are good. Like Albino is top tier villain. But the but the the you know yeah albedo is a good villain um what's his face uh um uh wilhelm wilhelm is a good villain uh but but like those games from a story-wise perspective by the time you get to three those like the narrative of those games has its head right up its own ass like yeah like it's fucking it like you know, oh, chaos is Jesus. Okay, I guess. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, Cosmo, you know, Cosmos is uh is is Mary Magdalene. Sure. Okay. Um, sorry, spoilers for a fucking 10, 15 year old game. But yeah, that's one of those games officially lost me. I was like, so chaos is Jesus. I mean, they don't flat out say it, but they hint at it pretty strongly that chaos is is the son of man and i'm just like okay i actually never played three i played one and two <laughs> well spoiler alert chaos is jesus well like the actual jesus christ what you find out one of your party members at the very end of three is actually jesus christ oh, uh, man. Yeah. what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah yeah but uh what else do we got it's been kind of a you know, with everything happening with the election uh it's been it's been kind of a it's been a weird week right not that it hasn't been not that it hasn't been, you know, there's been things happening, but it's been so hard to focus on things this week um, because of, you know, the the transition of power and the fact that it was not peaceful. And the fact that a lot of people like myself are extremely stressed out about the possibilities of what could have happened this past week. <coughs> Video games for me for the past couple of weeks I- have been more of like a coping mechanism than anything else. I think the fact that we are all still just in this mental funk um, proves, one, just how much everything affected us. Like, it's after the fact, and it's like that that feeling still hasn't fully gone away. And it's like, that's shitty. Like, how much of our time and energy has been wasted on worrying about what was going to happen and just being anxious and and dreadful and now it's like we we did that for four years and it's just exhausting like well, and it's not like it ends uh, right the pandemic's here. still going on i mean the pan- too. yeah like we have I a mean, pandemic on top of all that right and that's still exactly. going on like 
Well, like I, sorry, I, Jeff, I think I it's going to be to, like, a lot. Make it sound like you know you're not a part of this or anything. Because no, it's okay. I'm not a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> but but and also, I mean, Jeff, what happens here, like from a governmental standpoint, affects you too because you know you're you're ba- I mean you're right above us. You're America's hat. You know, like you're, which, which is funny because the first thing Biden did is actually the the worst economic hit we've taken in five years. <laughs> Sorry about but, that. Uh, <laughs> no, that's. I mean, it's you know whatever the the pipeline stuff, but that's uh, it, it is what it is. But uh, of course, it's nice to, uh, you know, we're in a crappy position where the last four years we don't have uh, the leverage, so we kind of just have to kiss. Uh, I won't even. I don't even want to say his name, but we kind of just have to say, okay, sure, and just go along with whatever, and like just kind of. The whims of a little child who, yeah. when he gets mad, he just throws twenty five percent tariffs, and then all of a sudden, my grocery prices go up by like three hundred dollars a month just because someone had a little hissy fit down there. So it'll be nice to just actually like have a, a somewhat logical person that can actually behave predictably. I, I, I'm finding a hard time. Like is the 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 past year, especially, or well, twenty twenty especially, was really bad for numerous reasons for me, um, and I spent almost all of it, not just, I mean, forget the pandemic for a minute, just everything that was happening in government, everything that was happening with democracy. Like, you know, I was, I was extremely stressed out, um, extremely nervous, extremely worried. And now that that's more or less gone, like I don't have to worry about that anymore. I don't know where to take, I don't know where to put that fear. You know, like, I, I don't know how to, I don't know like I, I feel it's, like it's almost like PTSD in a way, right? No, it, yeah, it's, it's similar in, in that it's gone, but it's still there, and I don't know how to compartmentalize it. I, I, I mm-hmm. don't know, I don't know which mental drawer to open to put that in. Um, one mm-hmm. because once you're in that fight or flight mode, um, it's, it, it's hard to get out of. You know, like I still woke up this morning expecting the worst to happen, and it didn't. Um. And I know in my head that I should stop doing that. You know, I, I know, I know in my head that I should, I should wake up and say, okay, that's one less thing you have to worry about. Um, but these but that's past not how our bodies work, John. Yeah, and they I... like to hold on to shit. Yes, they do. I mean, that's. I mean, kind of for me, it's. I decided I was finally going to actually pay attention to taking care of myself. And I'm proud um, of you for, for doing once, that which too. Is something I've, I've neglected for a very 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 long time in a lot hell of hell yeah ways. dude um so that's kind of been how i've been coping um and, and it's been helping it's going well so far it's just it's just i still have a lot left to do and we, i everybody i know is just kind of walking around like ghosts right now yeah right no, and, that's and, what and it it's like. just it's just an after effect of the um pandemic and the election and everything going on so it's like i i get i get what everybody is going through you know i, I get and what then also like through and we it's not even like we can go hang out with our friends yeah or anything to blow off some steam like i've been alone in my apartment since actually just the way it worked out since before the pandemic began so it's been over a year um that i've just just been me and my cat in my apartment. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I, I haven't. I, sorry, I didn't mean to be a. Do- I don't mean to be a downer about. No, no, we no, talk no. About okay. we're, like, we're, we're kind of looking forward. Life. We're supposed to be looking forward and looking up. At no, things. we are. No, but but up, but but know, I mean, yeah. it, it's but it's important to. It, I mean, it's important to to look back on the on the past several years and think about everything that's happened. And you know, I mean, we're all you know, 
you know, we're all, you know, things are happening and, you know, you can't stop the flow of time and, and we're all just rushing to try to catch up. Um, and and I, I think it's good to not put on this, um, you know, almost like everything is fine mentality either. Yeah, so it's I not think fine. it's good for people to hear like, you know, everybody's struggling and that's, you know, that's one thing we are together on is dealing with this pandemic and just you know relying on each other through it all because i mean i i have you guys and i have the the community and it, it's it's all we have you know like we do have a fantastic community we do we, we really do really um, do and i said this that last week but it, i mean it still applies like people on this show and our community helped me so much the past few weeks oh god are you kidding me i was me? really low like, and like last last year 2020 was probably the worst year of my life for a lot of reasons um on top of the ones that we all share so um you know the fact that i'm here now hanging out with all of you it means a lot yeah it's 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 a treat but, you know i feel honored that i get to be here and the community is wonderful that's one of the reasons why I had such an issue at my last job is because i couldn't interact with them daily like i used to like and that that's hard. You know, I I just felt like I was coming home and trying to catch up on my life. So I quit my job for you guys is what I'm saying. See, you have to make sacrifice. <laughs> hey. See, you have to make sacrifices for content creation. Mm -hmm. uh, all content creation requires sacrifice. Jeff has sacrificed <laughs> almost everything for this show. Jeff has sac Jeff has made more sacrifices than anybody. I don't know about that. <laughs> we give him a space um, to talk about Tony Hawk. So yeah, that's true. That's Kate's hey. coach. <laughs> hey, while, while we're talking about trying to make things better, can I transition into, uh, you know, what we're doing on Saturday? Oh, I was going to bring that up myself. I think that's a pretty yeah. important thing that we... Uh, so, uh, Saturday, um, we are going to be running a stream with a lot of our friends and a lot playing a lot of different games to raise money for the Trevor Project, which um, if you aren't familiar with the Trevor Project, it is a program um, that is dedicated to helping L LGBTQ youth with mental health issues, particularly relating to suicide and self-harm. Self um, it is, it's an organization that means a whole lot to me. Uh, and I'm really, really excited and really, really proud that we're putting this on. Um, and I really hope that, you know, Anybody listening to this in chat can, um, you know, if if you are able to, um, you know, donate because we are trying to raise money for charity. But if not, just if you could help us signal boost it, if you could just tune in, um, it would mean the world to us. You know, I, I can't really stress this enough. Uh, suicide rates among the among the LGBTQ community uh are at epidemic levels um i think the statistics are one in every five um one in every five uh per people uh who are a part of that community uh have thought about or attempted suicide at some point um and that's just not okay it's not okay um and in 2020 <laughs> you know we should be doing better than that by now um and and that is and that is the reason they're so high is in large part because we're just not taking care of them the way we should be. Um, there are still so many stigmas about being about being gay or being trans or being bi. Like there, there is a ton of stigma around that, and and there shouldn't be. You know, there there absolutely shouldn't be. Um, 
and it, you know, it, it, it's something that has been growing more and more important to me. Um, uh, you know, especially over the past four years, you know, it, it, I like to say that not to, and I'm not going to say his name because I'm determined not to ever say his name again, again, but the 45th president, a lot of people say that the hatred that came about in this country specifically was because of him, but I don't believe that's true. I believe, I don't think he was the cause. I think he was a symptom of something that was already there. Um, all he did was make people comfortable saying these things, comfortable doing these things. And that means we still have a big problem in this country. That, you know, you know, when I talk about, you know, problems that we need to solve in this country, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Um, and we, of course, in this podcast, in this community, a large part of our community uh, um, are uh, LGBTQ in some form or another. Um, and do we, when we say that, you know, you all are family, we mean it. Um, and we want to do whatever we can to, to try to, to try to combat, um, you know, just the, the, the rash of suicides, um, that are happening. I mean, that is specifically why the Trevor Project exists. Um, so we're, we got a lot going on on Saturday. We're going to start early. We're going to end late. Um, we've got a lot of people, a lot of good people who are going to be streaming, uh, for us. I want to, I want to highlight the six to eight streaming slot, which is the SDGC team slot. Uh, for that slot, we're going to be joined by, uh, Victoria Tran, who's the community, community director for, um, the dev team, uh, of Among Us. And we're also going to be joined by Forrest, who is actually one of the devs. Um, my son is very excited about that, uh, because uh, he's going to be watching and he loves Among Us. Um, and it's uh, the new Fortnite. Yeah, he's a he's we a, have such an awesome we have such an awesome lineup for this show. We really do. Also, uh, fun fact, I I will be playing Among Us. I have not actually been able to play Among Us before because oh, yeah. of You're my work schedule. Time. Um so you'll see me trying to figure out how to play Among Us. And we, we, we've live also on stream we're with also the got, developers. Well, we're also going to have some pretty cool guests joining us during that block as well. For example, Gary yes. Witt, uh, uh, Gary Witta is going to join us uh, during the Among Us uh, block, which is pretty cool. Uh, he's a big Among Us fan, and he graciously uh, he graciously decided or agreed to to spend some of his time with us on Saturday night uh, playing a little Among Us. But again. Like Justin said, it's all for a good cause. Um, so if you can't donate, that's fine. You know, I understand that times are tough. All we really ask, and you know, we have a goal of ten thousand. I don't expect we'll hit it. Um, it's lofty, but I just I wanted to see how close we could come, uh, so we have a better idea of what we of what we should aim for next time. Because this is not going to be the only. I guarantee you, this is not going to be the last charity uh, charity stream we do this year. Um, so this is more uh, also- more. Go Shout ahead. out to you for putting this together. Like you did, you and Derek pretty much yes. did this like all by yourself. So, which sucks because we should have included you guys more. To be honest with you, what? But I mean, d- don't. Yeah, you can't. You can't blame yourself for that. Like it's you it's saw a good cause and you grabbed the the yeah. bull by the horns and you went with it, man. Yeah, and that, uh, putting together like that lineup in that amount of time for such a good cause is is Incredible. not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was super stressful putting all that together. I will say that. Um, but you but have the connections. It's, it's going to be fun. We, we would have just been putting a list together and then be like, "All right, John, yeah. go ahead, go ask." <laughs> but you know, no, I'll t- I'll 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 tell you. Um, you know, it's just uh, 
it, it's one more thing that I it's one more thing that I love about this community. Um, I love the representation that we have. Uh, and I will I will end the podcast on it. I will I will I will end it on this because it, it's it's important. Um, in this country specifically, we've just basically made it through a four year long nightmare uh, that I was not sure we were going to make it through. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm in a position where, you know, I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing things happen and I'm, I'm wondering multiple times throughout these past four years, are we going to make it? Like, is, is the Republic going to fall? Like, is this going to destroy us? And I don't think I can really impress upon anybody how close we came to, to, to the end of the United States. Like I'm, that's not hyperbole. That's, we got very fucking lucky. Um, and so what we need to do now is, you know, if, if none of us learned anything from this, please take away the fact that taking care of each other during times like these uh, is more important than you will ever know. I only made it through these past uh, four years, and especially last year, because of my wife, my kid, and my podcast family, and our community. Uh, all those That's what kept me going, uh, because people cared about me and worried about me. Um, and, you know, I feel like the past four years brought out a side of me that I don't like. Um, brought out a a really hateful, angry side of me that I don't, I, I'm not a fan of. Um, so my goal for 2021 going forward, now that we have kind of stepped into a new beginning for this country, is to never mention the name of the previous president again. Um, not on social media, not like the most apt punishment that 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 we could possibly inflict on that man is forgetting him is ignoring him. He's he's lost his Twitter account. He's basically lost and now he's lost the po- he's lost the podium in the presidency. He's lost that bully pulpit. He has no other real effective means of communication. Um so the best punishment for him and the best I think healing for all of us would be to simply consign him to the dustbin of history where he will be remembered as the worst president in the entire history of the country. And let him fester there. Um, we have more important things to worry about now than him. We're going to be okay. I, I am confident now that we are going to be okay because the people on this podcast and the people in our community have shown me that there are still, there's still plenty of hope out there. There's still plenty of, there's still plenty of things to cling to. Um, there, there are still plenty of, of rocks and streams along the, along the stream to grab onto when the water is about to just completely sweep you away. So take heart in that. Um, we're going to keep on going strong for you guys in 2021. We are, we are going to be there for you in whatever way we can. And we know that you're going to be there for us. And that fills me with hope. Um, and with that, we will go ahead and uh, we will go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, don't forget, we will be here early Saturday morning uh, with our Trevor Project stream. Um, and it's going to be a great time. And look, to everybody in the community and to everybody here and everybody who's not here live with us right now, I love you. And remember, kindness costs nothing. Take care of each other.